I don't know where my uh, British co-host is. She's in the UK. Right on. Here she comes. I love Rachel, but um, Susanna's a little different in that. It's strange. <laughs> Susanna, Susanna, like, is not that sexy damn voice. I'm happily married. Sorry for that, but damn. Oh, you ain't seen anything yet. Wait till I've got a bad throat. And then it's like deep and grisly <laughs> and sexy. This here ain't nothing. But thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. My God, here that we totally go. That totally was not me hitting on you. That was just that just came right the fuck out. Oh my God. <laughs> I was very impressed that you've um, you've been through the Sandler sales training. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Before I why do you sales- why why do you find that so impressive? I'm just curious. Interested, not impressive. It's the best sales training organization on the planet. Do you know what the hell? <laughs> oh, wait. Welcome to the Women Your Mother Warned You About, brought to you by Sales Gravy, the best, the best sales training organization in the world. What are we pouring gravy on? Pour some gravy on it. How do you like that? Suzanne, if you don't rate us in, we'll keep going. Welcome to another episode of the Women Your Mother Warned You About, brought to you by the best sales training organization in the world, Sales Gravy. I mean, I truly believe that, but we were talking a little bit about a competitor that maybe our guests used to be involved with. A little bit. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. It makes you... No, we love Sandler. We, we love... And they're not a competitor. They're different. Yeah, we love our competitors. We we all do we all do something a little bit differently. Yeah, is it really ever a competitor? I mean, I don't at the think end of the so. day, no. you know, I don't care what people buy. They're buying the individual and then they get the training. So Amen, you know. brother. And we bring you our guest today in the house. He's like a brother of another mother for me with the best blue eyes you will ever see. Oh, and and he knows zoom in on these things. They're pretty I sexy. I know. They're sexy. Donnie bovine i did i get it right right yes look at that i'm impressed you know why i always want to say bovine because it's a cow because you because you're like a farmer i am a farmer i know (laughs) Uh, for real for real he's really like he's got like a he lives on a farm yeah i got dwarf nigerian goats ducks chickens geese turkeys dwarf dwarf tiny dwarf nigerian goats did you say that's amazing yeah yeah so, uh, wow. yeah, but I went through Marine Corps boot camp with this last name. So I was a cow for quite a while. Oh, wow. Well, the right way to say it is Donnie Bovine. Bovine, that's it. So there we go. We got that right. Uh, Donnie is a an amazing sales guru. Uh, we've known each other for a few years now. And uh, so funny, he hit me up a few weeks ago. He's like, get me back on the show because he's been on our show before. He sounded just like that. Well, what that. I really said is, can you teach me improv? But you're like, no, 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 let's get back on the podcast. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. But Donnie, Donnie has taken my improv courses virtually during COVID. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Boy, there's some interesting stories there for oh. another time. For another time. But I um, I stumbled down one of your Facebook lives um, uh, several weeks ago, right around the same time when you reached out to me and you were doing this. Super cool and fun cold calling live Facebook live, which I thought was the coolest shit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
And I really it was in my mind to reach out to you to, uh, and you got to me before I got to you. Well, I, you know, here's the funny thing is I remember, so I'm actually at Sandler corporate office. I'm going through initial training. When I went to work for Sandler, I'd never even heard of Sandler. You know, I was just a sales guy. I figured I could sell anything. So what the hell? And they sent me up to the corporate training. And like the second day, you got all this people who might have a small ego sitting in a room learning how to sell the sales training. <laughs> and, you know, we're all kind of machismo on our way up. And this dude walks in, walks to the front of the room and goes, you know what the scariest sound of the world is? And we're all like, what? And he hits a button and all of a sudden you hear dial tone. Oh, yeah. And then he just starts freaking right then and there doing cold calls in front of us live. You could hear both sides of it. And I went, son of a bitch, that guy's got brass balls. And then I got pissed. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. So I had to go back to my office and do it. And so the first time I ever did live cold calls was in front of a room full of my biggest clientele. And my largest client who had a couple hundred sales guys, which was a really big deal for us, and uh, had found out that I was going to do these live cold calls. The president of the company shows up the day, the first time I'm ever going to do live cold calls, ever. And I said, oh, John, what are you doing here? And he goes, I just want to see if I'm actually getting my money's worth. The things you teach actually work. And I went in my head, I'm like, shit. (laughs) And I'm freaking out. So luckily, I ended up actually setting an appointment there that day. And he walked out. He goes, I've got my money's worth. We're good. Right. Um, But I was damn near pissing myself making these calls. Um. But I was, you know, as I was building out my companies now, I get all these small businesses I work with, you know, I tell them, guys, you got to do some sort of cold outreach. I don't care if it's LinkedIn. I don't care if it's grabbing a phone and calling, whatever. And they're like, oh, I could never cold call. Oh, I could never cold call. Mm-hmm. You're like, mother, I watch this. And so well, almost every Friday. Hold my beer. Hold my beer and watch this shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, almost every Friday morning around 8 Central, I'll grab my phone and pull up a chamber of commerce all over the U.S. and just start dialing on speakerphone. Are you still doing your Friday happy hour uh, gatherings? No. People actually started really getting hammered on it. So (laughs) (laughs) we decided to to not continue that activity when when people show up and start saying dumb things. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't think you would think people would be grown ass and they wouldn't do that. Have you met people? Yeah. They would try. (laughs) A lot of people would try and find any way in the whole world to not get on the phone. And that means, I guess, watching someone do it and finding a way to kind of be a smart ass about it, they'll probably do it. I can imagine. Right. right. But I have so much admiration for you because I know so many sales leaders and sales trainers out there who will talk the talk, but they will yeah. not do it. And I, I reckon in probably about 70% of them, maybe even more, um, haven't actually got, got the guts to actually do it. Um, but well, I would uh, say along those lines as well, but most of your sales trainers are just people who could never sell. So now they're a trainer. Yeah. You know, Wait, well, a, ha, 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 ha. most. I said most. <laughs> okay. Don't be so <laughs> defensive. Wow. Now somebody's in her head going, Am I? no, I'm kidding. Um, She's too but, defensive. But, 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 you, but you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. And of course, I, I've, I always got to plug sales gravy. That's one of the things I love about sales gravy is that Every one of us has to have a book of business. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we we have to walk the walk and talk the talk. We can't just be trainers and coaches without mm-hmm. actually being salespeople. 
But there are a lot of organizations out there. Was like, I think I'll be a sales trainer. Yeah, but they now, can't sell. The that, that same thing, you know, that I liked when I worked for Sandler was was simply that that you could not train if you didn't sell. I mean, there was nobody to train. Everybody had their own. Exactly. Book, exactly. You, know? you 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 got to go hunt for your food. Yep. Yep. For you. And then you got to convince them that you're the badass that can teach their supposed badasses to go out and sell. It's always yeah. a fun conversation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And good for you, by the way, because I've been in a situation previously where I've been top of an organization and I've been teaching and it's been so long since I, I sometimes it'll go like three, four weeks and I haven't picked up the phone because I've been so busy training that you do sometimes feel a little bit stale. You have to keep doing it. You know, it's a conscious decision you've been making, right? For sure. Well, it's a trap. So, so like yeah. you, I, 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 you know, get busy as well. Yeah. And, you know, we launched this Champions 90 thing where people are doing this business development, you know, challenge for 90 days. And part of it is 30 minutes of cold outreach every day. Mm-hmm. And so usually I'm just doing cold DMs and everything on LinkedIn, connecting with the bigger shows, bigger podcasts, bigger clientele. And I'm like, well, let's just start cold calling and a mix of it. Um, and that'll still get me my my 30 minutes in for that day. So, uh, and I, I'll be honest, the feedback from people has been really cool. The number of people going, hey, I tried your, you know, your voice message or I tried your intro. I tried this, you know, because all I want people to do on a cold call is be freaking human, right? Start mm. turning off the real bad, turn off any sort of script whatsoever. Just be a damn human. Mm-hmm. And and I don't give a damn. If you give somebody a script, they're going to try and say the script every damn time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and but more and more people keep going, man. Because you're doing this, I'm now find myself actually picking up the phone. Now I got some people that are just watching the monkey, you know, pick up the phone and dial. Um, so, and I blew one last week. It was hilarious. I actually said the wrong city <laughs> live on the air. It was so awesome. Oops. Yeah. I I think it. You, you have to have a blend. I'm very much for being human because of the improv nature of my style. I do like frameworks since we teach them just so that you have somewhat of a structure. Frameworks I'm good with. Frameworks. Like you have to have somewhat of a structure like A, who are you calling? B, what are you selling? Mm. Um, Understand your audience a little bit but also have your value proposition. But you'd be like so many people cannot be comfortable with just like getting off the script have have your rough idea and then be able to shift and not be so robotic. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, I learned a cold call from a client. So it, it was the craziest thing. I've been cold calling for years, successful at it. Not great, but successful at it. And had the, the best salesperson I've ever trained in my life, uh, this kid named Austin Mobley. And he went to work for a label company. I helped him get the job. And the first week, right, he's supposed to sit there, go on the shop floor, they sell labels and learn all the equipment. Two days in, the vice president of his company calls me and goes, we can't find Austin. I'm like, what do you mean you can't find Austin? I'm like, he just got the job. He's like, yeah, but we can't find him. We're not sure if he just left. And I went, shit. So I, you know, now my name's on the line because I, you know, helped kid get the job. So I was only like 10 minutes away. So I run over to this office and I'm going around to this huge manufacturing facility trying to ask for this damn kid. One sweet, sweet Hispanic lady finally looked at me. She starts pointing and I go back and I find this kid sitting on a box, you know, a bunch of boxes. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? He goes, well, 
I'm the only way I'm going to learn this equipment is if I sell something and take a damn job through it. Cause I can't sit there and just stare at things and learn it. So I'm cold calling. Like, what do you mean you're cold calling? You've never made a cold call in your life. He goes, I don't care. I got to figure this shit out. So I'm cold calling. I'm like, sorry, stop. Let me walk you through. And I start teaching him cold calling. Right. And I just walk him through right there on the shop floor. And I teach him cold calling. And I said, go call him now and see, to let me know what happens. The next day he comes over to my office and I said, dude, how'd it go? He goes, your, your crap doesn't work. I said, okay, <laughs> my crap doesn't work. Fine. Walk me through it. And he goes, he goes, let me tell you what has worked. I said, all right, what's worked? He goes, I call up the people and go, hey, do you have stickers? I'm like, what do you mean? You, you ask if they have stickers? And, he, and they go, yeah. He goes, I don't know crap about labels, but I know stuff about stickers. So I just call up and go, do you use stickers? And they're like, well, we, we, we use labels. He goes, I'm new to the industry. Can I just come see your labels and learn how you do things? And they're like, inviting me in. I'm like, wait, that worked? <laughs> So I legit tried it like, and <laughs> I started calling companies up the first time and back when I was doing Sandler and I'm like, do you guys ever train your salespeople? And they're like, yeah. Could you walk me through what trainings you guys do? And they're like, okay. And I'm like, wait, that worked? How does that work? <laughs> That's hilarious. So it forced me to change up how I was doing a lot of my cold calling because I always cold called off of pain points. And now I've, I've started completely moving away from pain points um, and started focusing on, you know, what they are doing and why they're doing it. Yeah. And then back to me, it was the coolest thing ever. But yeah, I client love talk. That. I love that. I love okay. that. Can we, can we see you in action? Yeah. So give me a city. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Where are we right now on the East Coast? Let's, um, let's go in the, let's go to your area. Huh? You want to call in Dallas? Yeah, let's call Dallas. Uh, let's uh, let's call Austin. Yeah, okay, uh, that's good. Is this the I've first time since that's been done on this podcast? Yes, probably. Well, yeah, yeah. So all I'm doing just so are we doing video and audio on this? I don't remember. Uh, it's just audio. We've okay, got cool. you on so video. So for your yeah. listeners, then all I'm doing is typing in the Austin Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and from there, I will find their member directory. And I love Chamber of Commerce, especially if you're going to do this quickly. Um, because they put all the information out there, put the name, phone numbers, yeah. everything out there. So, uh, I clicked on the member directory and I'm going to type in the word coach because coaches answer their phone, mm -hmm. um, because they're usually desperate as hell. Um, <laughs> they better do. Is that the out loud voice? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, let's see. Oh man, their site sucks. View more. Is that going to take me over? So this is going to be a little, what the hell is it? There it is. Phone number. Uh, some chambers are really, really good. Some are not. But let's see what happens. Hopefully, we can get up. So I'll try, try a couple calls and see if I can get somebody on. Peter Alan Copperbot. We are currently working on quiet programs or away from our desk. The call is very important to us. Before you leave a message, it will return your call within one different day. To find out more about our transformation on leader services, you can visit our website at www.copperbot.co. Thanks and have a wonderful day. Hey, this is Donnie, 817-3886. Give me a shout. That's a voicemail I'll leave That's every it. time. Oh, you Americans are so lovely. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. At the end of their, <laughs> at the end of their recorded thing, it's so nice. Have a nice I can't day. help it. You guys aren't nice over there. You're like, answer the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, leave a message. Bye. We've got a lot to be grumpy about over here at the moment. <laughs>
Are you going to try another one? Yeah, I'm going to try another one. I'm going to get over to a different chamber, though. Keep going. (laughs) We can't can't stop till he gets someone live. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. Uh, Let's go with San Antonio because Austin's stuff is sucking. So San Antonio Chamber of Commerce. Give me a member directory. Business directory. Come on. Adam, when I do this live, they just start throwing out cities. It's the funniest thing. (laughs) Um, And I did... I, I've done it now where I literally called people and I said, my name's Donnie Bogey and my name sound familiar. And they're like, yeah, don't you have a podcast? And I'm like, oh, wait, you're not supposed <laughs> to know who I am. <laughs> ah, that's Love awesome. It. Love it. Has anybody actually returned a voicemail? Oh, oh. yeah, all the time. And oh, I love it. Do you know, you one... know the answer to that question? No, I did. But always return voicemails. No, he not just... always, not always, not always. Wow. Um, but, but they have returned your voicemail that was just like, give me a call. Yep. Here. Interesting. Um, it's a curiosity. And I had a gal last Friday call me back and we're actually, not only is she going to start one of our networking groups, she's uh, uh, going to become a client. That's and amazing. So that urgency, the, that give me a call. That oh yeah, what the, is it? the the week before that? I set four appointments live, which was awesome. That is thank a, you for calling. State code, but and EFR, please friend one. We're going to continue on from them. <laughs> and so, do you still do this every? Are you doing I, this every Friday I morning? I try and do it um, as much as I can, unless something pops. Uh, but I have it as a permanent holder on my calendar. So, okay. and people were like, you know, how do we know? I'm like, just follow me. And if I go live, I'm going live and I'm cold calling. If yeah. I'm not, uh, then I'm not. So should they follow you um, personally or the Facebook yeah, page? Yeah, follow or... me on personally on LinkedIn okay. would probably be the best place. All but... right. We'll put that, we'll put that in the show notes. So, so you can follow Donnie and then check that out every Friday when he's doing it. I want to know what your ratios are, Donnie. Like so, last I mean I, I don't keep them overall because I just style and go. So uh, last week, uh, five conversations, three appointments. The week before that, six conversations, four appointments. Good going. It's over fifty yeah. percent. Um, and it all comes down to just being a damn human. Um, yeah, and I think discipline as well. Like I can see now, like you're going one. To the to next, we could easily distract you here, but you're not being distracted. You're on your mission. No, I kind of like no, doing no. this. Yeah, um, he's in he's in his group while we talk. <laughs> so, and I can keep talking while you guys do that. Yeah, even, you know, yeah. as I can only talk, he can only uh, Yeah, most people can't do that, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> so, Gina, I I was doing this in training today, and um, my. It's amazing, isn't it? With the discipline, just go, wow, wow, one of us, the other one, one of us, the other one. We're literally alternating. And it's amazing how people will try and get distracted, even when their trainers are in front of them trying to do the calls one after another. It's incredible. That's all. I found out the hard way that most sales managers got became sales managers because they couldn't sell, but they wanted to train. Mm-hmm. So I started making my clients back in the day do a training style with their new salespeople called You Go, I Go. Yes. Where yes. They have to make that. a call. Then the salesperson makes a call. They have to make a call. And I can't tell you how many sales managers balked. You're like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you are. <laughs> I, love, I love that. I, love I used to call it the sales chamber um, where I do one, they do another. But I can ask you a question. Why okay. don't you think sales managers want to do it? 
and how can we get more sales managers doing it? Um, because it forces them to be on the spot and they get so much head trash that they suck and it goes all mentally into their own whatever not good enough things that pop up and they're yeah. afraid that they screw up, then why the hell should they be a salesperson? So they're all just completely in their head of they have to be perfect or their people yeah. won't believe them. They are on yeah. a stage essentially in their mind. Yep. So. How could they overcome that? Because a lot of sales managers would like to, but they don't. So you would say to them, just do it anyway. Just Yeah, you, you have to. I mean, if you're not willing to get punched in the face, then mm. you're not going to be good enough to teach your people anyways, because the only thing you can teach them if you can't do it is theory. Yeah. And, you know, theory doesn't give anybody any tangible assets. And then you'll lose respect from your people because you're. it's like um, I talked to a guy the other day that he's like, dude. Um, how do I get around my company teaching me all this script that's like was written in the 1950s? He's like, mm -hmm. everything they're telling me to get me to say just won't freaking work. And I said, you smile, you nod, you play the game when they're there. And then when you walk out of that room, you do it your style, it but your you way. better win. Yeah. Yep, but you better win because if you're not going to win, then, then they're going to come back to you and say, you're not winning because you're not doing our style of. We definitely coach on this. at Hales Gravy is to coach on behavior, not style. Right. Mm -hmm. So coach on this, the sales prospecting behavior and help them around that, but not on the style because we're all mm -hmm. different in how Right, I, I tell people that all the time. Hey, if what you're doing is working, I'm, I'm not going to change it for you if it works. Yep. Do do you, boo? If it works, great. Mm -hmm. If Donnie Bovine can like leave a hey, call me message and he gets a return call, don't change awesome. it. Yeah. And it's really fun to get a return call when you're on these. I'm like, oh, hold on. Once someone moves calling back and then we can go right into it. <laughs> oh, but I love if it. If you do get that call back, you got to play dumb. A little All bit right. dumb. All right. You got anybody else for us? Yeah, I'm going to try. What you got? So exciting. Do you love the suspense? I've always been faulted to an automatic voice message Dang it. system. Five, one, zero, three. Still good. You still like a voicemail. Two, it's not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Erica, Donnie Bovine, 817 and 3886. Give me a shout. This is real world though, right? This is oh, real yeah. world what long. you're doing when we're dialing, right? You're just, you're, when you're cold calling like this, this is what you're doing. You don't know what you're going to get. You got to do, you know, um, thank you. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to go again. Go. We're just waiting for someone to answer the phone. Sometimes I'll even tell them, hey, I'm alive. Will they pick up? Oh. You're a great skill. Not at the appointed time. Please leave a message. I will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. Hey, Carol Donnie Bovine, 816-3886. Give me a shout. Uh, easy oh. goes. Easy goes. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say, by the way, I have worked with salespeople who the thought of doing 10 of those is so much worse than the feeling after they've done 10 of those. Is amazing, isn't it? Like, it's how, like, it's how like, working, having? Having it's like working yeah. out. Like, you don't want to do it and then you get through it and you do it. Um, thank you, Johnny, for your service, by the way. Oh, my. Um, God. as a, as a, 
it's, you're not allowed to call Marines former Marines. Is that correct? I don't care. Like, Anybody you, who gets so sensitive over that shit needs yeah, to Yeah, it's old. like you can <laughs> say former to everybody else to the Marines. But, you know, we do military recruiter training and I always have a blast with with them. Oh, you can um, because there's there's no filter left at that the, point. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's no filter with them for one, but they're just they're so great to work with. And I feel like I'm doing my part for the country when I'm when I'm working with them. <laughs> you are quite honestly, because well, you're doing your part because you're a decent looking gal showing up and doing training and they're appreciative. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean uh, Dina does work well with men. That yeah, yeah, I sure. do some women. Yeah, I, and some women. <laughs> I work well with both. I work well with both. And there's a lot of women in the military as well. But, um, you know, when they're picking up the phone and they're dialing like they hate it. A, they didn't sign up to be salespeople. Nope. And they don't want to be in the job and they hate you. So anybody who hates making the call, the guys that go recruiter. It's because they were scared to death to go drill instructor. And I tell all of them to their face, you know, yeah. um, and so that's why they're recruiter because that's your choice. You either go recruiter, or you go to the drill field. Yeah. Right? And so most of them pick recruiter thinking it's going to be easier and realize they just picked the harder of the two um, <laughs> because now <laughs> yeah. you have to sell. Yeah. And, you know, the, these guys have never sold anything in their damn life. Yeah. 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 And watching them go through that, I love, um, I just got off the, the phone with another state that I'm going to be working with and. You know, their their frustration, their commanders are like, they need to be calling these high schoolers, right? That, that's part of their job of calling high schoolers. And the high schoolers are never going to pick up their phone. They don't pick up their phone. They're in school. And so I put them through a call block. And then I'm like, all right, who got, did anybody get through to anybody? And someone raised their hand. I was like, yes. <laughs> and he went on to say, Every, he's like, I got a hold of this girl. She's on the soccer team, like all the things like prequal information, right? That you're getting out of them to know if they're going to be eligible. And then I said, I'm just curious. Why did she answer the phone? I thought none of these high school students answer the phone. He's like, oh, she does. Her first class isn't until noon. And I'm like, I've just debunked all of you. <laughs> and good. Now you're rubbing it in. <laughs> they yeah. They somebody might answer the phone and then a grandma answered the phone for one. Um, this is like early in the morning. And grandma said she'd put up posters at the church uh, oh. to help to help recruit. I said, OK, so you got a hold of a center of influence. OK, awesome. Mindset. These are the things these are the things that could happen. So but mm. you just you just showed, you know, part of what goes into like you just call and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know. Most times, I think sales comes from doing the things nobody else will do, but it's not just a generic statement. I mean, if I'm one of those recruiters, I'm going to pick up the phone and call because that's part of my job. But if I'm one of those guys, I'm going to take my ass to school at five o'clock in the morning and I'm going to start working out and doing things. I'm going to watch the damn parking lot for all the early morning freaking students and shit coming in and see if I can't get them to do some working out with me and start building bonds or relationship. Then I'm going to stick around go all day while they're in classes and everything else, I'm going to come back at the end of the day. I'm going to do it again mm. and see if I can't get kids to jump in with me with these workout routines or anything else. Because, you know, I can tell you, I, I was not going to the military before I got out of high school. Flat out was not going to be the thing I did. But I was such a punk ass kid that I knew my <laughs> life wasn't going to go any other direction. My oldest brother had gone Aww. to the Marine Corps. So, so it was, you know, do something. I'm and impressed. I'm impressed. I, I think what? I'm glad that you did do it. 
I'm glad that you get weeded it. Me too. Me too. You know, um, it made me grow up some, some, not much, but some, but you know, with a lot of these kids, you know, your biggest thing you got to do now is get them off their damn phones and, you know, and get them to see something besides themselves. Mm. And I think if you show up and you just every day are there, and I know they've got to hit so many schools. So maybe every Monday you're at one school, every Tuesday you're at the next school and you're just constantly showing up. Eventually, some of these kids are going to notice and go, hey, you know what? I know he's going to be here. I need to get some extra work out in. Let me do this. Let me jump in with him. And you start to hold a bit. And, you know, it, it's like taking what you've got to do in social media land and putting it on the campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. uh, you'll start finding people and followers. And like, I think we know that. And I think even the people who don't want to do it know deep down that it works. And I think that I personally think it's one of three things. Either one, it's the fear. Either two, I think there are a lot of perfectionists out there who get through their call block, they get to the end of it and they go, that was, oh yeah, I didn't enjoy that. No one picked up. And then like, it's like you said, tomorrow, that one person you left the voicemail for will call back. So it's a mindset thing, isn't it? It's changing that mindset. Oh, I remember once I had a whole team of people and I was saying, sales calls do work. And I was banging out the calls. I felt a bit like, you know, a bit an idiot because I've been doing 20 calls and I did 30 calls. Nothing was happening. Everyone was kind of like just a bit quiet around me. And then I walked out of the office to escape for a cup of coffee and thought, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. It's not working. Came back in, someone pulled back, got a booking and boom. And it was just that reminder that when you feel like it's time to give up, what's Jeb Blount say? Make one more call. <laughs> Make one more call. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's a here's maybe a, a fun little practice tip, maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I I enjoy this. Um for those who are just like not comfortable maybe in general talking to people on the phone, let's just say in general. I love the salespeople who cold call me. And there's all kinds of horrendous ones out there. For sure. Right. I will then create a character for myself and yeah. I will be in character and I will I will engage in the call with them. And yes, I'm messing with their world. I want to see how long I can keep them on the phone. But it, but it also gets you just comfortable talking to a stranger, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have nothing to lose. I'm the receiver of the call. Right, right. But how right. do we get comfortable with the uncomfortable? This is why I like improv. Early on when I used to, before I really got into sales training, I was actually sales training in a different way. I would I would put business owners through an improv weekend with me for business and I would make them create characters for themselves. And then I would have them actually, because my theater was in a mall, I would have them walk through the mall and go from store to store asking for unusual things. Like unusual, like, uh, like, like, can I have a... A free massage, you know, like from a Thai massage place, or can I have a free refill, or can I have a this, or can I like literally? I would make them walk through the mall and ask for things, but they were asking for things not as themselves. Like they've developed this other character with a different name and identity, and there was something about that that made them more confident because they weren't they were like hiding in a way. It's like you give somebody, you know, uh, something else to sell other than their livelihood and they'll crush it every time because there's no emotion tied to it. Correct. But they're going through the process of asking. It's like having a shield, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You can't hurt me. 
Yeah, it was it was super fun to do because especially when they would succeed, like I, I, I somewhere I got pictures of this of this woman getting a massage at one of those Thai massage places, <laughs> like literally having her shoulders massaged for free. Like she didn't believe that she could make that happen for herself, and she did <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. That's so um, powerful. Like so right? powerful. What you just so said that so fun. Um, well, let me help some of your salespeople out really quick. Susanna, yeah. you want to play a prospect for me? And I'm just going to cold call you. Since they're going to need to hear it, I'll just do a straight up cold call right it. now. Call yeah. my small business. Yes. Yeah. So what you... <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounded sexual. I'm just saying, call my small business. <laughs> so uh, what business? Just say you're a business I, I'm coach. a small recruitment business. You might want to start advertising to me, okay? Um, I'm looking Love at automation it. tools yeah. at the moment. Beautiful. Love it. So I'm just going to sell what I sell, which is we're launching networking groups and the like. Ready? Love so it. Just answer the phone. I will. As you would always. So ring. Hello, ring. Susanna Gray-Jones. Hey, Susanna Donnie Bovine. Oh, hi. Sorry. Um, I'm a bit busy at the moment. Who's this? Does my, Donnie Bovine. Does my name sound familiar at all? Um, No, it doesn't. I'm afraid I'm a bit busy. That So that's okay. I'm, I wasn't really sure it would. Um, Is it okay if I tell you why I'm calling or do you want to go ahead and hang up? Um. Why are you calling? Two minutes, please. <laughs> so uh, I'm the CEO of Success Champions Network, and we run an international networking organization. Do you currently do any networking in your business? I do. Can you tell me what kind of networking you currently do? Yeah, I do quite a bit of networking over LinkedIn. Um, I'm speaking to, to candidates every day who are, are, are potentially looking for new jobs. Very cool. Very cool. Do you like that style of networking? I do. Um, and I'd like to meet, I'd like to reach more people if possible. But um, at the moment, you know, I'm doing what I can and it's working well for me. So is it okay if I tell you what I do and then you decide if you want to further the conversation? Okay. If you'd be quick, I've got two minutes. Very cool. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, and actually, I'm not uh, trying to sell you anything today. So we have the world's fastest growing networking organization. It's called Success Champions Networking. We literally changed how the world networks. And we are expanding over in your area. And I'm actually looking to start some new chapters. Um, and I need some people in the local area that have some connections locally, but it also could help me expand across the country. Would that be something you'd be for wish to have a further conversation about? What can it do for me? Um, it's going to introduce you not only to your network there locally, I'll open up all of the North America where we currently are, the Philippines and the Dominican Republic, if you're interested. Okay. Well, yeah, if you can send me some information, that will be great. Cool. So why don't I do one better? Because if I sent you information, I think it's just going to go in the trash can. Why don't I invite you to come network with a whole bunch of badasses on over here on our side of the pond? And you can meet, experience if you don't like it, cool, no harm, no foul. It only costs you an hour of time. Well, you know, I'm quite busy. So how much time are you asking of you? Because time's money. Well, let's see if you like it first. And if, then if you like it, then we'll go further. If you don't like it, then the best I can do is try and make some introductions and open some doors for you. Mm, sounds like it could be a catch here, but okay. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next Thursday at 8 o'clock Central Time? Thursday, eight o'clock. Um, at the moment, it's free. At the moment, it's free. Cool. I'm going to send you a calendar invite to come check out one of our meetings. It's all virtual. So uh, I'll send you a calendar invite. 
Okay. I want to go. Invite me too. Come on. Come okay. on. I'll invite okay. y'all. I'm trying to say no, but okay, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for me, the trick is, is I don't care the outcome. Yeah. Right. There's people in the receiving end of a cold call are so programmed with how they go. Yeah. I don't care. And I'm just, she kept saying, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Fine. You're busy. Cool. You still haven't answered my question. So, um, and when you get somebody that's more direct, like anytime you get a call over to the UK, I mean, they're going to be a lot more direct on the fall call. And it's funny, people all the time in the UK <laughs> are like, cold calling won't work in our area. I'm like, bullshit. Get me on the phone. Let's go have some fun conversations. <laughs> and the thing yeah. is, you know what? I wasn't busy. I was just saying I'm busy because I thought that would be enough to get you to go away. But the more sure. you kept saying it, I was like, how can I say no to this? This is networking. <laughs> how can I be a good business person and say no to networking? Imagine if you could have saw me in person and could have seen the baby blue eyes. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That, that's enough. Can't argue no. with that. You just got to become human and and do the pattern interrupt to get out of their world. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you, as soon as you stay as a salesperson, it's over. Yeah. I love that. Being human. But also adding to that what Gina said as well about being someone else, adding the improv to it, because I didn't even realize this. And a lot of salespeople do this. They put on a different accent when they're on the phone because it makes feel less personal. So when that rejection comes, boom, like you say, it doesn't hurt. And, you know, you haven't got that sort of, I'm going to get off the phone, but you're, you're staying on and you're just like, Hey, if you don't want it, that's fine. I'm I'm okay to fail. You can, you can play the character or you can practice this enough that you get the swagger. I think you could hear it in Donnie's voice too. He doesn't give a shit whether or not you're going to go work with him or not. Like he, you can hear it in the demeanor, which our, our fight or flight brains on the receiving end can start to feel that, that, you know, this guy's not here. He's like, I don't care. You in, you out. Seven billion companies, something like that. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, this one conversation does not matter. I'm just going to pick up the phone and call another one. Cold yeah. call is never going to kill me. Oh, I love that. That should be the cold title of this episode. It's cold never calls will kill me. Cold calls will never kill you. I like it. All right, there we go. That's the title. Okay, so a couple things because we got to wrap up. Would love to have you back because I'm determined to have you back, and like we got to get people live. Um, so if you want to come back, I, I've got probably decent audio on one of my lives. I mean, I'd love to come back, but I'll try yeah. and see if I can get you some clips and from the, some of those lives. If too. you have, if you have some, send it, but we would definitely have you back so we can, um, continue sure. this. But, um, if people want to connect with you, learn more about the networking, what's the best way to do that? So let me do this really quick and then I'll tell them about the networking. So we launched champions 90, which is a free challenge. There's no upsell webinars, no crap like that, but we realized people weren't doing enough business development activity. So if they go to champions90.com, it's five activities every day. You're doing a 45-minute exercise. For me, it's walking. I just walk to farm every day. It's 45 minutes listening to a business growth-oriented podcast. It's 30 minutes of cold outreach. So either cold calling, cold DMing on LinkedIn, door-to-door sales, I don't care. 30 minutes of what we call hand-raising activities where you're putting out original content so people can say they're interested. So it could be you're putting out content on LinkedIn you're getting on podcasts, you're getting on stages, you're putting out blogs, maybe you're commenting on somebody else's content, but anywhere you can put out original thought that people can raise their hand and say, I'm interested. And then you write 200 words every day. Um, I've been doing this now for 65 days straight. um, And it's not a weight loss. It's not an exercise program, but I've lost 40 pounds. 
We have, and I've been fasting at the same time. We have added an additional quarter of a million dollars worth of revenue to our company um, during the same time frame because we don't spend enough time, one, focusing on our businesses. So when I do that 45-minute walk, listen to the podcast, all I can do is get ahas and takeaways from my company. And then every day you're doing the business development activities that you need to be doing anyways. So it's tremendous growth. And if people are smart, they take those 200 words and they put it out on social media and that becomes their social content. Otherwise, mm. if you guys want to connect with me, go to DonnieBovine.com, D-O-N-N-I-E, B as in boy, O-I, B as in Victor, I-N.com. All my social stuff's there. It's Donnie Bovine on all sorts of socials. And do me the biggest favor, guys. If you got any value out of this, any tips, any tricks, things that you can use, share this damn show out. Literally, whether it's this episode or any other episode out there, share this out for me. having my own podcast called Growth Mode. Um, Anytime you are trying to grow your audience, it's a bitch. So, so Amen. help the ladies out. Share this out with one person who needs these sales tips, tricks. It'll mean the world to them, just like you walked up and gave them a virtual hug. Aw, thanks, Don. Hey, love that. Thanks. Awesome. So we got one more thing for you. Come on. Before we go, it's like a parting gift. This is a Susanna Gray Jones parting gift. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, you rather? I can I just say I think you're probably the most gutsy salesperson I've ever known. Be on a podcast like what you what <laughs> you we tr- got you to do today, and what we will get you to do next time. Yep, I, that's why I love Donnie. So, Donnie, would you rather? This is just one that me and my husband were speaking through just randomly, and I'm curious to know because there's a reason. Would you rather smell really bad so that everywhere you went, everyone was like, "Oh, he smells so bad," or Never be able to taste anything ever smell again. Smell bad. Smell bad. I'll take the smell bad all day long because I love food too damn much. Ooh. Ooh. This isn't an invented by Susanna Gray Jones, this one. So I want to know, <laughs> what do you think, Gina? What would you? I would totally go with lose my taste. So same. I would go uh, totally because I would, because then that would be an easy way to lose weight. I'd be like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm cocky enough to think that I could overcome so the smell giggly. bad. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, it's a choice. It's a no. choice. So I don't know. Maybe I, just, I think I would just stay on my own in my house and eat really good food. No okay. one steals <laughs> it because they don't want to smell me. There we go. It's in the, <laughs> and you're, you're, you're going halfway in the middle. There we go. Perfect. That is an interesting one because it it tells you, you know, you're more concerned about what people are thinking of you or what you can gain for yourself. And I was the selfish one in that exercise. So there we are. (laughs) And Danny's used to smelling. He's on a farm. So (laughs) there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. (laughs) Y'all go into town and I'm like, do I got goat crap on me anywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Dwarf guide. You got to right. connect with, with Johnny, especially on Facebook, because you can see all kinds of fun things that he's doing, especially with animals. And that sounded weird. Uh, but hey, it's Johnny. Legit. Johnny, Legit. thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Ladies, anytime. Love hanging out. And if I can do any for you, open any doors, y'all let me know. Happy thank to do you. it. Thank you. And you're going to send us invites for your networking. I absolutely am. Perfect. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Warners, for listening to this episode of The Women Your Mother Warns You About, brought to you by Sales Gravy. Hey, if you want to level up, winter is coming. Uh-oh. Winter is coming and you got to be a squirrel and you got to start collecting those nuts for the winter. So 
Go check out Sales Gravy University to level up your game, salesgravy.university. And of course, you can find us all over the socials and on salesgravy.com and on women your mother warned you about.com. We're out of here. Good night, Susanna Gray Jones. Good night. Goodbye, Donnie. Goodbye.